So Crisp, a tasty bite-sized podcast that serves business, bravery, branding, beauty, sex, love, motherhood, womanhood, feminism, labels, psychology, marketing, messaging, mavenry, musicals, and the mess we call life. All deliciously dished up and ready to consume. In fact, is there anything we don't discuss? Not with Jay Crisp Crow, copywriting queen from Crisp Copy in the kitchen. I hope you're hungry. episode is brought to you by the crisp copy class where you get to spend three intense insanely fun months with me and a handful of other smart women in business to write your own diy copy with style and delicious words get on the wait list at crispcopy.com.au today we are graced with the presence of Gemma moore facebook ad specialist awards writing amazeballs and always ready with the firelighters and a very long match as her role of supporter of women with spark Gemma, welcome to so crisp it's time. Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, so how we normally start is um, by using our words and telling us what's your favourite word. I can't go past spark. Oh. <laughs> well, that fits. That's very on brand. <laughs> well, I, th- I think it's important to, um, to live our brand and it took me so long to find that word yeah. and it always brings me back to the centre of about who I am and why I do what I do. Yeah, I love in your bio it says, um, seeing people's eyes light up when they're doing something they truly love gives me goosebumps along with some serious butterflies. And I had a little giggle because I've actually had the pleasure of working with you on a couple of things. And that's what you look like when you're doing what you love to do. You're like, oh, like, um, like we had a Facebook uh, ads meeting the other day, you and I, because you've done some Facebook advertising for me for the Chris Copy class, which went so seriously well that now I have uber high expectations for all Facebook ads for all time. <laughs> and <laughs> you lovely Gemma keeps saying to me, you know, Jay, that was, uh, you know, that was, um, that's not in the realms of like normal success. <laughs> that was like super success. But yeah, now, now I want it all the time. But when I was working with you, you were like, oh, you could do this. And oh, we could do this. And I, like, I was so, normally you come out of strategy meetings and you feel a little bit like overwhelmed and exhausted by all the work that you're about to have to do and I came out of a strategy meeting with you going oh my goodness there's so many good ideas in the world I want to implement all of them I just felt really like yeah lit up like you got out well, the fuel and doused me down a bit <laughs> well that's what I like to do and I must admit that um that's one of my favorite things to do as well is to figure out what is going to light someone up what yeah. there's no sense in doing anything in this i mean we've got all the monday boring stuff that we don't like doing in business yeah. but when we're putting out there something that we love something that we believe in something that we want other people to jump on then we we need to make it fun for us as well because if it's boring if mm. we have any um sense of I'm not sure i want to do this or this doesn't feel like me it comes across mm. so you know it's so important to um, to find something that fits you but might well, is also going to stand out from the crowd as well. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that I realise when I work with women like you is that it, this is the joy of having a, like an extended team. It's like, having, like, it's like having an extended family that you get to choose. <laughs> it's like building this team that doesn't necessarily like work for you every day. It's not like employees, but having women around you that see something in you so that when you forget they lift you back up and they're like, oh, J- no, Jay, this is, this, is what you, this is what you're all about. What about this idea? And, like, sometimes that's all you need to keep going um, because otherwise you just some, – some days are a little bit of a, like, I'm drowning, not waving days. Oh, oh yeah. 
yeah and I've had probably more of the drowning days over my <laughs> over my seven years but I'm starting uh the last three years has been the biggest transformation for me but even this year again I'm dealing with like huge leaps and mm. what you said was absolutely right that even though on the days where I'm feeling like something's not going quite right and I'm showing up in discomfort um there's someone who can benefit from that. And I, you know, someone contacted me last week about a Facebook live. I did that. I just wanted to delete. I was so <laughs> uncomfortable. I was sweating. I was hot. I felt awkward in my yeah. movements. And this lady said, I've also, um, I was talking about how I was launching my podcast. And um, this lady said, I've also now come out and publicly announced I'm going to launch my podcast. And she said, and I'm going through all of those same yeah. emotions right now. Thank you. And I was like, oh, I kind of got the shivers for a second. Yeah, I was like, nice. oh, okay. And so just re, um, reconfirm what I thought was that, you know, showing up as whoever we are on that day without do, being too um, <laughs> unbalanced, um, <laughs> showing the good in the bad. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and, and the other reason I really wanted to interview you on my podcast is because I love what you say about award submissions. And um, you know that I 140% agree with you about what award submissions mean, besides filling out the, oh, the bloody forms and, um, and possibly winning. Because I think a lot of us think, well, I'm not going to do that because it's a huge amount of work and I'm probably not going to win. And the probably not going to win is the part of the story that just makes us decide that the process isn't worth it. But you actually have a really nice take on the award submissions like process. So can you tell us why you love writing awards for other women in business? Well, I started off, um, my history is, is, is in ABC radio. And I found, looking back, I found that I was quite often those were the people we're speaking to, the award winners, the people who went for awards. And that's what first introduced me to this spark concept because I could see these people just light up about things that may not have, have been any interest to me. So that's when I first started and I thought, you know what, the one of the areas that people fell down on in awards is understanding what the questions were. And if they didn't quite get the question, then they would just move on. Mm-hmm. Well, as an interviewer, what I want to do is, dive deeper into the story I want to keep on asking the questions until we get that um my journalism professors used to say that gold nugget yeah um and that's what I'm able to kind of bring to the thing but I guess the thing about award submissions overall for me is just about showing people that or showing business women particularly that their spark or what they're so passionate in is important and it does matter to other people yeah um and that's a whole thing about entering business awards it doesn't matter whether you win it's about putting yourself out there and saying this is me yeah i'm good always good and I'm, bad yeah yeah i think that that's a really interesting point like one of the awards that i went for last year had like an entire interview process like with a panel which is um, terrifying, and um, and but they they ask these questions that you know if you had if if I had a, as a businesswoman had tried to kind of like fluff over the real answers, there's no way that they would have bought that. Like they they asked me questions that like I had to uncover some more vulnerable part of myself and my business processes to tell the truth. 
And that wasn't, I felt like, I, I've, I've told you this story, like when I went for the Osmum Awards um, and they kept asking these questions because, you know, you walk into a, a room full of businesswomen, some of them have six businesses, they have multi six-figure businesses and like more than one of them <laughs> and they're just, you know, these women are taking over the freaking world and I'm thinking, oh, like I don't even want, like I've come from a a job where I had to manage people and I know what I'm good at and managing people is not one of them. Like I want to pick and choose who I'm going to work with on each project based on our kind of shared spark for the project. But I don't want to have to manage someone in and out of a job. I'm really bad at it. And so when their questions were all like, so what are you going to do next? And how are you going to scale? And are you going to create an agency? And how are you going to get bigger? Like my answers were just no. <laughs> over and over again, I was like, nope. Not interested in that. Nope. Only going to play small. Nope. Not interested in taking over the world. Just want to play like it's the J show. Um, and I was so, when I won the thing, like you could have knocked me over with a feather. I had no <laughs> lipstick on at that point. I'd had way too many champagnes. I was like, I'm never winning this. They see something. People see something in you when you're excited about something that you can't possibly gauge. You just have to be totally, you have to just turn up as yourself and tell the truth. And I love what you say about the award submission process where you start off thinking that the end goal is like winning the thing and going through your marketing material and asking specific questions about why people do business the way that they do lets you uncover like all of this great stuff, doesn't it? Well, I get, that's, that's the amazing thing about business awards. Um, you were talking about your experience there. And the reason why that was so powerful to the judges is because you've seen where you've been, where you are now and where you're going to. Yeah. So many of us are just so busy in the everyday, you know, <laughs> as business owners. And that's why I love business awards because you get a chance to say, where did I come from? Where am I right now? And where are we going to? And sometimes, and I think it's really important to go through that, but it's, it's the whole process of saying, what am I doing well? Or what am I not doing so well? And how can we, how can I improve on that? It's a constant, um, it's a way to really start checking in on your business. Yeah. Don't and you think that you can gauge a lot by answering, like even if it's a process where you don't ever submit the form, just completing the form gives you a glimpse into where you're at. I think if you're brave enough to dig down, um, yeah. because I was the person who said to all my clients, are you entering this business award? Are you entering this one? I'm nominating you for this one. <laughs> and everyone kept on turning around and going, oh, um, so what ones are you going for this year, Gem? And I was like, yeah, no, no, I'm not ready. And I, and I realised I was having, I had all the exact same excuses, reasons, you know, barriers for me entering. And so last year I actually said, right, I've actually got to walk my walk this year. So I actually went through the whole process for me, um, for myself, um, and I found it really, it's one of the most difficult yet rewarding things I had done. <laughs> Were um, you proud so, of yourself where you, where, where you actually took a minute to look back and see what you'd managed to accomplish? Like, where, did you have a moment of like, wow, I'm doing okay? I did actually. And that was probably for me. Look, I, did I hope I would win? Yes, of yes. course I hope yeah. I'd win because I'm an A, I'm the A, you know, the, I used to be the <laughs> A student, like have to get, you know, acknowledgement, recognition, validation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yes, there was that part of me. But, um, you know, when I look back, especially over the last couple of years and I thought, 
you know, I felt as so many of us do, oh, I haven't done this yet. I haven't done this yet. I'm not successful yet. So when I look back over the last couple of years, I realized, you know, I was raising three daughters um, under the age of six, seven. Um, My husband often worked away. I had lost my brother, like, and I went, you know what? Like, and I still kept on showing up and, you know, trying to be there to help people, whether they were paid clients or people I was just trying to support in my communities. And I thought at the end of that, I thought, you know what, I did okay. And I was still in the awards I entered, I had to put financials in, which to me is always my life. Oh my goodness. But I went, oh, well, you know, this, that's what, that's where I'm at. And um, yeah, I felt sick. I felt completely (laughs) sick. It's so good um, that you say that because I think a lot of PR people that do awards like you do are like, rah, 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 cheerleader, cheerleader about it, which is, you know, which is nice, gets people psyched up. But it is good to hear that people have similar experiences where, you, you know, you go to press the send button and you're like, I think I'm going to vomit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so for me, that was a really powerful process for my business. But I think overall, it just gave me even more understanding because I'm quite, I'm quite good with empathy and understanding how people are feeling. Um, so I knew that, you know, for many of these business women, it was hard for them to submit, but after doing it myself, I just had uh, such a much greater appreciation um, for, for going through the process. Yeah. And do you think that like uh, one of my things since starting this business is about like celebrating teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny, tiny steps. Um, because I think that like in my career before I started a business, I was very like, Oh, I haven't like, it was always so outcomes driven and I'm still outcomes driven, but it was like, Oh, we've got to make that. And now we've got to make that. And there was this, this constant push to, to get there. And then like you celebrate big things like winning an award, like that's a celebration. That's great. But I think part of doing the process too is learning and practicing almost to celebrate the tiny things that you've done. Um, as you say, in the face of all the other stuff of life. My biggest thing used to be that my measure of success was financial. Ah. Um, that was, you know, when I started seven years ago, I thought, Oh, this is going to be so easy. I'm fantastic at what I do. You know, <laughs> going to make it, you know, going to make my, you know, more than my salary in a year. Right. And so for men, for ages, I felt like I hadn't been successful until I had been, um, someone said to me, yeah, but how many people have you helped? And that just yeah. switched everything on its, um, on its head because once I looked at that, I have clients I can look back at and go, oh, geez, you know, look at what they've done or, or what they've done. They've got a business now and they weren't sure yeah. Yeah. whether they would have one anymore. So that's definitely um, where I try and look now more from my success especially as many people say to me because it's funny having money or financial as your goal when that's not actually one of your key drivers. So you're kind yeah. of setting yourself up for failure uh, yep. because it's not actually, even you, even if you want it to be, it's not like it's, it's not, not you genetically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh. um, my kinesiologist pointed that out to me the other day. I was like, oh, why can't it be money? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you, you know, you just have to, you just have to, you know, fan that flame a little bit more once in a while. So why do you think, why do you, like you work with women all of the time with this stuff where they do have to, A, make the very brave decision to actually contact someone like you and say, I want to go for this. Like, I think I'm worthy of this, which is a 
big thing, but then also be, be brave enough to actually give you honest answers so that you can turn those honest answers into what whoever the awards people are, are looking for. So why do you think that we're not great at celebrating like big and small achievements like that? I think we as women, oh, this, this could go into a whole podcast on its own, but, you know, we as women, A, we put everyone, we tend to put everyone else in front of us, yeah. you know, anyway. But we just don't think we're doing anything that different or that special. And I've always loved having that ability to go to someone, you're actually doing amazing things, whether it be in my previous role as a radio producer or as a business owner. Now when I meet people, just helping them say, to understand that that spark, that thing that they're doing is, you know, bloody special and they yeah. should be standing up and acknowledging in that. And also just, um, you know, we are all on our own journeys and this has been hard for me to, <laughs> to accept sometimes. We're all on our own journeys. Some people will become that overnight, that success in a year mm. and some people will have a much longer journey with heaps more lessons that they have to yeah. learn, you know, possibly like me. Um, but we're all exactly where we're meant to be at that yeah. time. And so business awards and putting ourselves out there is a great way just to go, yep, okay, I know I'm not perfect and that's okay, you know, but this is what I do that no one else does. Yeah, perfect. So if there's a woman listening to this podcast, well, firstly, she is rad because like a pyramid scheme, this podcast is going to go gangbusters and take over the world and she's getting in at the beginning, only where it's super ethical. I don't really know where I'm going with that concept. But if there is a woman in business listening to us chat right now and she's put off writing her award submission for the past billion years because she thinks she's not ready or she's not worthy or not enough or whatever silly other voices we've got going on in our heads and the stupid things that we tell ourselves, what is the one thing that you want her to know as absolute truth, Gemma, as the sparky, sparky awards person specialist? What does she have to know? That she's ready right now she's never going to be more ready than she is right at this yes moment. oh my goodness say that again she's ready right in this right in this minute she's never going to be any readier than she is today yeah that's so good and it's so true so before we wrap up Gemma what is so crisp in your life right now well I'm working through my own <laughs> podcast about to launch so combining my love of interviewing um and women with sparks so I get to do it all. I'm so excited. I'm so, please let me know when it is time to pitch. Oh, you're, you're, you're close <laughs> to the top of my list. <laughs> That's awesome. This has been so crisp and my special tasty guest has been Gemma from Red Spark Communications. Gemma helps women business owners share their spark through meaningful marketing so they can make their mark. May your day be crisper than an organic biodynamic apple picked straight off the tree. You've been listening to So Crisp with copywriter, copy coach and consultant Jay Crisp Crow. If you've loved this episode, get all the juicy details and links at crispcopy.com.au forward slash podcast. Make sure you never miss a bite by subscribing to So Crisp wherever you get your podcasts. Want to help us spread the deliciousness? Rate and review this show and share with your mates. Remember, if there's a copy question you want nibbled at, email me straight away right now.